0: Dear ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Digital Savages Challenging the Status Quo podcast with your host, Amir Sabirovich. In the previous episode of Challenging the Status Quo, the challenger or our guest was Amor Muto. And here's a short part of our conversation.
1: I have, I, have, I think I can still say it to the version of me today, uh, to understand the difference between uh, being in a rush and making pace.
0: I've been in a rush for a very long time of my life and I've learned how to accelerate. Are you curious about the rest of Amor's story, how he dealt with breaking his neck and how he regained energy? Go one episode back, listen to what he has to say about life, gaining energy and getting back on track, but especially Getting and taking time for yourself. For now, let's tune in to our next guest. Hi, everyone, and welcome to yet another episode of Challenging the Status Quo. Today, I have director at Nudge, Platform for Sustainability, senior advisor, healthcare, and social enterprise. His name is Njord Patiasina, and let's hear your story. Welcome, Njord. Awesome to have you on the show. Thank you, Ambir. Yeah, looking forward to it. Hey, Njord. Of course, you know that I'm going to ask all these kind of questions about your background. So could you please tell us what your background is, your journey and how you got where you are right now?
1: Yes, of course. Thank you, uh, Amir. Thank you for having me in the show as well. I I heard a lot about it and I'm very happy that you invited me. Um, So uh, thanks. Well, um, you already mentioned. Uh, I'm currently the director of Nudge, which is a platform for sustainability in the Netherlands, and um, um, I'm also uh, uh, advising social enterprises uh, on the side. My my journey, I would say, is um, um, yeah, b- basically uh, characterized by two paths that I started when I um, when I, I I enrolled in university. Uh, I started studying business administration at the University of Groningen, uh, but at some point I um, I found that the focus was um, uh, only on on making profit, and that was not the only thing that uh, triggered me. So I uh, expanded my study field to um, uh, political science, which is a, a field um, um, yeah which has to do a lot with the society uh, and these two um, on the one hand a foundation in business administration and on the other hand a focus on society have characterized my um, my professional career as well now that professional career is um, uh, can be divided in three periods uh, the first one I um, I spent uh, quite some time working in several countries abroad uh, and I would call it well, well how would I call the first period um, it's kind of a, yeah, helping um, helping the needy with business uh, advisory services. I also worked in countries like Afghanistan, which uh, yeah, have uh, have made quite some impact on 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 how I look at uh, at some things uh, in the world. The second period uh, was uh, working for Bierscho, a Dutch advisory firm, and within Biereschot, which is in a way a bit a, a commercial firm, not that commercial. Um, uh, depending on how you uh, how you do it, but um, um, and, and within peer I focused mostly on healthcare, and um, I worked most uh, mostly on projects with an international scope. Now, uh, then the third period started, and that was the period working for social enterprises. And in social enterprise, also business and, and society is, is coming together.
0: So the first, you said uh, you didn't know how to call it, but it was the awakening, right? Uh, if, I, <laughs> if I hear you correctly, I mean, you went to the countries, you know, you wouldn't travel to for a holiday. That's correct. Yes. So what, 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 is, what is the most important value that you gain from that? coming from the modern West and traveling to these kinds of countries?
1: Well, um, the first thing that pops up in my mind is modesty um, um, and respect as well. Uh, if if you travel to, to other cultures and uh, you get a chance to live in, in, in countries where everything is different, then um, yeah, I would say all your beliefs and all your values that, that you may have been brought up with, Um, somehow uh, get uh, contested by other things that you see in the the new culture, in the new environment. And, uh, yeah, the the thing that, as I said, popped up in my mind first is modesty. Um, There is no way that you, with your existing values, can look at other uh, environments from a point of view that you think one thing is better, the other thing is worse, or... You know, value judgments really don't uh, play, uh, don't have any part in that. Um, it's important to, yeah, be modest uh, and also have a very open-minded view. Look at things that you see in in your environment uh, with a curios- standard curiosity, uh, and yeah, all those. Yeah, I don't know if these are values, uh, Amir, but all all these uh, aspects uh, certainly, um, yeah, play play an important part. And played an important part in my. Um, experiences in those places
0: was this uh, an, an enlightenment journey for you did you come back different
1: I would um, I, I would say yes but then um, I I had another journey that was uh, probably the most enlightening for me uh, that was the journey um, in between my two study uh, careers so um, after uh, studying business administration for several years I decided I wanted to broaden my view and I um, I actually um, stopped um, with my courses. Um, started working. I, I I worked for a year doing all kinds of different jobs, with the only purpose of saving up money. And I really worked uh, during the day in an office and and during the night in in a bar and in a restaurant. You know, I, I it was like working around the clock because I wanted to, um, to to go on a journey. And I I bought this round the world ticket, um, which is a Kind of a airline um, arrangement that you can fly to um, to a lot of countries uh, in in that one ticket, and I spent time in um, yeah what is it like uh, four continents Asia uh, Australia South America North America and all in one go and that was where I first um, yeah really got in touch with uh, different cultures and and, and really yeah un- understood how um, I uh, understood this maybe baby, baby too much, but really felt how other uh, people live their lives. Um, this was most apparent to me, and I, I had this, mo- this feeling most when I was traveling in uh, Central America. Uh, I, I had um, done some self-study uh, learning Spanish, and I also attended a Spanish school for two weeks while I was there, and uh, a least this equipped me, me with uh, the basics of that language. Um, through which I was able to communicate with uh, with everyone, and uh, got in touch with them. I stayed with uh, a lot of local people, and I, I had I, I traveled. I, I hitchhiked even several parks, so I really got in touch, and and that was um, that was for me uh,
0: enlightening. So, given the fact that you have experienced all these cultures, you have seen. And what you said, the, what comes to mind first is modesty. How do you define success now? Probably when you were brought up, and of course in the modern West, it's all about capitalism, right? Exactly. Um, and this transition and this journey led you to something else. Yeah, what is your you, definition of success?
1: Well, Amir, um, for me now, success is um, mainly defined by impact. Um, and impact, in, in my terms, is, is social impact. And um, um, it's also a sustainable impact, uh, by which I mean uh, you can do one beautiful project and um, you, you reach a lot of people with it or you, you help a lot of people with it. But if you don't think of the longer term, um, your project may, may, may not have um, uh, a, a, a suitable, solid uh, commercial base or, or whatsoever. And uh, that may mean that, yeah, after after a year or so, uh, all the impact that you reached in the first year, um, yeah, falls out. Yeah, disappears. D- disappears. And um, if, if I think of impact, it must be sustainable. And you always need to take a longer term vision um, and have sustainable long term impact, which, again, I define
0: as social impact and, and giving this I, I suppose it's challenging so how do you challenge the status quo It is um, it's
1: it's certainly challenging uh, because it um, uh, also requires um, mind shifts uh, like like you said I, I grew up and I live in a capitalist country uh, where uh, the focus of many is um, a focus on first of all the individual and second of all on um, on, on let's say the uh, monetary richness. Um, I challenge the, the status quo by uh, broadening perspectives, by showing that um, uh, perspectives can never be single, uh, focused on one element. But basically, society is much more. Society is broad. And the perspective needs to um, enclose all kinds of aspects of society. Does that answer your question?
0: Yeah, definitely it does. Um, it, it, it's not only one thing, but it's it's a complex system that actually reaches the goal of challenging the status quo. And I think sustainability is, or, or purpose companies um, that make impact, that that is actually the future. You know, just doing something for the sake of money isn't enough. Exactly. And in this goal, or in this challenging the status quo, what is your wish or your goal? Well,
1: I certainly um, wish that people and and companies alike really start to embody this broader perspective. And if you think if you ask me what is my goal, then my personal goal is to ensure that as many uh, people and companies alike um, I can reach start to
0: embody this broader perspective. Okay, and this is actually, you're, you do this personally, you do this through the company, you embody this. I
1: hope that I personally embody this. Um, <laughs> I, I, as, you, as I said, um, uh, modesty is a great value for me. So I hope that I do. And um, uh, yes, the company that I'm currently heading, Nudge, is a platform for sustainability that um, has been existing for 10 years. Uh, and um, within those ten years, we um, we, we uh, yeah had impact on a lot of different sustainability topics, and also created a community of uh, now seventy five thousand um, uh, citizens, Dutch people, uh, who um, um, all have joined Nudge at some point in their life uh, because they wanted to take action for sustainability. And um, yeah, if I look at what we as Nudge do, uh, we surely uh, uh, challenge uh, existing beliefs. Uh, we introduce new options uh, for people to live their lives in a more sustainable way and um, yeah, basically minimize the damage that they do
0: uh, to uh, the planet and, uh, and, and society. I hate this to call it a failure, but what is your biggest learning moment in life? Where did you bump your head against, and you said, "Ow, oh, I should have, I should have known this." That's a that's a very good one, uh, Amir. Uh, if I look at myself uh,
1: as a person, let's uh, let's take this as a personal um, story. Uh, as a person, I'm I'm always optimistic, and I I'm uh, uh, even to the point that um, negative scenarios don't even exist uh, in my mind. <laughs> um, and and let me be honest with you. I, Of course, uh, both in my personal life as well as in my my my, my professional uh, life, I I stumbled upon a lot of negative uh, scenarios that, yeah, unfolded in in front of me. But, yeah, that I really didn't, yeah, did, didn't even think of that this could happen. Yeah, I I, I would say that for me, it's is this is this is something that I never believed. That would be part of me, and it would be part of that. I actually never believed that it. it was part of. It was an inherent part of everyone and everything. But yeah, I I came to the conclusion um, some time ago, and now I just cannot yeah neglect it anymore. And I know that yeah, not not ne- negativity, negative scenarios, um, f- failure is also part of. Me as it is of everyone. Yeah. And and
0: how do you turn this into your strength?
1: For me, this is also a part of um, broadening perspective. So I I started to embrace it. Um, And let me, yeah, as I said, I I like to to take this as a personal thing. Um, I started to realize that, um, yeah, me as an optimistic person, I was never angry. But now I, I realize that, well, I didn't say it correctly. I said I was never angry. I never felt the anger, but the anger was deep inside. There, was, it still was there. It is part of everyone. Uh, but I, being optimistic, always positive. I, I thought it's not part. It, this is not a part of me, but it is. And where I first thought, no, well, I, I don't like this. All, all these, this fuzz and all these difficulties and all that. Let's just all be happy, you know. This sounds a bit uh, hippie uh, <laughs> uh, uh, if I say this. But I, I do think that I really had this thought. Now I realize that uh, also in me, there is anger inside. And um, I started to embrace it. And it also gives me strength, uh, for example, to um, yeah, basically uh, realize goals and to push through where previously I might have thought, no, well let's let's keep everybody happy um it's all right we we don't have to go this extra mile if you and you are if if you're not comfortable with it let's stay here now i realize that if i use if i if i embrace this anger that's also in me if i make myself angry and say let's know uh, we're not going to stop here. We're going for that goal. We're going to reach it. Yeah, that's where I'm at my strongest. So you use it to
0: to to push yourself further. I use it to push LS, myself
1: it, further it, in making change, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, instead of uh, making everybody happy. <laughs> yeah, and... Uh, yeah, that's also part of life. You know, as I, yeah, I, I, I'm you, could, very, you could, of course, sell ice cream, then you make everybody happy.
1: <laughs> yeah, but that's then the, that, that's then my question would be, what is the impact that I have with the work that I'm doing? So, um, I, 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 I never thought of myself as a, as a, as a person with, with, let's say, extreme ambitions. Uh, I always thought that I wanted to, um, uh, make sure that my my skills and capacity was used to the fullest. That at, at, yeah, and, and I never knew where was that, that 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 you know that 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 maximum level where I want where I could be, but now I realize that yeah, if I, I I have an ambition to make impact and I have an ambition to change society into a more sustainable and more um, um, socially sustainable society, and to do that, I really have to. Uh, push through uh, some things and that's where
0: this anger that i just described really comes in handy in your, and in this journey and usage of all these self-reflections and improvements where do you get your inspiration from
1: i i, I read some books but um um i wouldn't say that i'm i I'm, I'm a learner by reading or so i'm i'm more <laughs> a, a learner by doing and um, and and by um social interaction, I had a couple of coaches. I also uh, spent some time with a psychologist uh, to to get to know myself even better, which I um, which yeah which 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 has given me quite some insights. I, uh, I yeah I, I would say that at least uh, in the first part of my career and the second part, um, I I got inspiration from working with great people, um, great people that uh, could learn me a lot and I could follow in their footsteps. Uh, in the let's say in the last couple of years, I also had the opportunity to work with great people, but I also um, yeah got to uh, re- reach the level I would say that um, it was up to me to um, to take decisions and to um, uh, to set the the course of the companies that I worked for. And uh, that's where I, I got my inspiration from interaction with, with others. Uh, I, I, for example, I had, uh, I, I've I've been in several um, uh, conflicts. Uh, um, I I, I, I would say professional conflicts where my my thoughts were different than the thoughts of uh, my fellow directors, or uh, yeah, my my thoughts were different than, than my employees, or my thoughts were different than other stakeholders that I I've worked with. And those are the moments that um, I think have uh, have shaped me uh,
0: the most. Yeah, you you get to know yourself in a challenging situation, right? Not when everything goes well, but when everything goes sideways.
1: I uh, I think that you're saying that very correctly, and I'm I'm, I'm sure that you you've had uh, quite a, a number of um, guests in this podcast series already. So uh, yeah, I'm sure that you're not saying this <laughs> just uh, just like that, but um, based on. No, I, I,
0: I, My opinion is that without scratches on the soul, um, you cannot really proceed in life, and without self-reflection, you cannot grow. Yeah. Uh, and if everything is running smoothly, then you know you're not challenging yourself not uh, enough. Yeah. On the world scale.
1: Yeah, and it's. I, I like the way that you say it because if I look back at my um, uh, personal journey. I, I took some challenging steps in the earlier parts of my career. So for example, um, um, when I started working in Afghanistan, I basically didn't, I, 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 I only had a friend there who, who said, you know, you're, with your uh, skills and your, your interests, this is the place where you need to be. Let me uh, talk with some friends and um, I'll introduce you here and there. And um, then you, um, I'll, I'll ensure that you get to uh, yeah, you, you get a job here that's uh, really suited your um, your skills and ambitions. Well, uh, after a few weeks, he said, "Yeah, I found it. Book your ticket and come here." And I was like, "Okay, what am I going to do? What is this?" Um, but you know, obviously, I, I got told uh, a little more about it. But basically, I in the end I still had to book a ticket and just go. And you know, uh, Amir, I mean, flying to Afghanistan in that moment of time, it was two thousand eight. It's not something. Yeah, you just there, there were no direct flights, and you couldn't buy a ticket. So I I bought a ticket to Dubai, and then I, yeah, my 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 local friend said, yeah, you just go to Dubai. And and then what? I said, yeah, no, you just go to the counter of uh, Afghanistan Airways, and you just buy a ticket. I was like, okay, and then and then I can just hop on. Yeah, it's just like a bus, you know. You go to the counter with your with your suitcase, and you buy a ticket, and you go in the plane. I'm like, okay. And uh, thinking of that, the, the particular situation, the, the the security and all that, it was uh, quite a challenging step for me to to. Basically, uh, yeah, j- to just go there without having a lots of uh, securities and assurances uh, in place beforehand. It turned out that everything was well arranged when I was there, but still, you know, that is a step that that I thought was challenging me already at that moment of time. But I, um, that's where I w- wanted to get. Um, you said correctly that um, you have to uh, challenge yourself um, on the one end, but also be open for self-reflection. And uh, I think that um, yeah, in, it's only in the latest uh, years of my uh, career that I really got open uh, to um, looking at myself and, and knowing uh, yeah where, where where yeah where my strength strengths and uh, where also my. Uh, yeah, let's say my weaker sides lie.
0: Would you wish that you have known this earlier in your career? So if you could advise the, the young Njort, what would you advise him?
1: I'm happy with the path that I took, uh, but uh, I, I certainly think that for everyone, uh, the earlier you start learning and, and reflecting on things,
0: the better. You, you cannot start earlier with that. Exactly. You, you
1: cannot start early enough.
0: Exactly. Early enough. <clears throat>
1: Hey, what would you like to leave to the world? Of course, a better place than uh, how I found it. Um, yeah, you're talking to someone whose mission is social impact and sustainability. So, yeah, uh, I, I my my wishes for the world are very um, how should I say? It's it's outside of me. I, if I end as a no, nobody. Uh, but the world ends as a better place, then I'm very happy.
0: That's a very noble goal, and I I get you totally. I mean, you wouldn't be in the organization you are right now if you wouldn't really believe and think like that. That's a nice one. And and what are you curious about right now? Yeah, I'm also curious um, um, at a lot of things.
1: Let me me think of one example in personal life and one example in professional life. Uh, When it comes to personal, I've... I've just started reading a very interesting book, which is about uh, the history of Indonesia, and um, my uh, father's family comes from Indonesia. Uh, so I'm uh, I'm I'm very curious of learning more about that particular history and, and, and yeah, the part that um, uh, or let's say the story that my uh, my grandfather could have been part of. Uh, when it comes to um, to professional. Um, I'm, uh, yeah, I, I, I have a lot of curiosities. Um, I, I'm exploring, for example, uh, the topic of um, um, increasing biodiversity in, in cities. Uh, I'm curious to see what this topic uh, brings up uh, when talking to people uh, that um, yeah, are not necessarily uh, by nature interested in this this type of topics. Because I feel that it's important, and I want to spread this um, this message to others. But I'm curious to see how it lands with uh, with people that, yeah, have different uh, natural stances towards this topic. And so there are, there are a lot of.
0: Um, I think those those cover your curiosity quite well. Next to talking with me, of course. But
1: that's,
0: <laughs> I'm curious that's to psychic. hear of you. What are what is your next question? You know, <laughs> um, it's a total different one. Um, if I would give you either a possibility to live in three time periods, whichever you choose, back or forward, which one, which three would those be? Or I give you the possibility to dine with three people alive or dead.
1: <laughs> nice. Um... I guess the people one is more easy to answer. So I go for the time periods. Uh, I, mean, I, I That's not really
0: challenging. I like
1: your question very much. Well, um, going back to the, uh, the everybody happy uh, uh, thing, I, I actually have to admit that I once thought, well, wow, w- would it, wouldn't it be interesting to live um, at the end of the '60s um, in in uh, San Francisco or, or uh, you know, in, in California, just to uh, to see how the the yeah the the hippie movement, the Summer of Love uh, came about? And uh, I think I would have lo- I really would have liked it, but I also like it um, uh, for another reason because it wasn't um, it was a, a time of happiness, but also a time of a lot of creativity and you know the likes of steve jobs and, and all um, yeah all kind of had their time and had had their period in this uh, era and started um, yeah connecting dots which have led to the digital society in
0: which we are now so i or they did, did a lot of drugs that's Well, <laughs> see, i mean it's it's it, we all know that, that led that the creativity was, no, I'm just uh, kidding. Was, was was
1: used as it a lot that's true so uh, yeah, if you read his books, then it's uh, it's quite a, it's apparent. But um, um, yeah, what I find interesting, as I said, is the the, the is, is the connecting the dots uh, thing that happened quite a lot in that uh, particular era. Um, I don't know if I would be so interested in in going further back. Um, yeah, I, I I don't think so. i uh, man, I I would be super interested in going to the future, uh, if if I could think of how the future would be. Uh, it, it, even if it's just for curiosity, you know, I, 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 I think that if everyone, everyone is, yeah, if, if I look at it, would, would be interested in knowing what, what lies ahead. You know? And one thing we do know is that that future will be very different from where we are now. And that's something that I find so intriguing. Even in our lives, uh, Amir, um, you know, when I was in, in high school, nobody had a mobile phone. Um, it was not there yet. It was only when I started in university that everybody had a mobile phone. So I, I still remember the time where, yeah, you, you you had to call to a house and, yeah, if the person was not there, then, yeah, you had to wait until, until he or she would, would be at home. I, I remember the time when there was, yeah, no internet, basically.
0: People actually talking with each other.
1: Well that's you're saying it but yeah life has changed i think it's great that we can engage in a podcast like this which um yeah we probably could wouldn't have done at that time maybe we would but maybe we wouldn't but um uh, so i i do like a lot of the aspects that we see in in our current life but that the the Especially the developments uh, when it comes to technology and the developments, uh, when it comes to, let's say, the globalization, have uh, had profound effects on society. I think that's an understatement. We all know that that is the case. And um, uh, we also know that the human nature, human biology, is only can only change at a certain pace, which is much slower than the pace of technolog- technological developments and all that. So where we are heading, I don't know. And it's very interesting. So let's say uh, you asked me three ti- three periods. I said uh, end of 60s in uh, California, I would say in even 30 years from now on in the future, and in 200
0: years from now on in the future. Those times periods would be the ones that I would like to see. And, <clears throat> and you get to 300 years ahead and you find out that there is no people anymore, <laughs> only wild animals <laughs> and, and vegetables. <laughs> And green and stuff. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No cities. That would be hilarious. I think that's uh, that's an interesting thought. Um, I I like the 60s also. Um, And uh, going, I I would actually go back to the first well developed men and women. That would be very interesting to see, just to prove the fact. (laughs) Uh, And what is well developed in this case? Well developed, that they can communicate, right? Yeah, yeah. I not communicate unga-bonga style, but, you know, <laughs> I do uh, style. Style. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly, exactly. All right. <laughs> Just to see. Uh, in your, uh, is there something I should have asked you, but I didn't? Very, very good question.
1: Um, that is about um, challenging the status quo, right? Well, I think as a, as a professional, I had many failures. I, I had, of, of course, there were, you know, contracts that I didn't land, um there were projects that didn't go well yeah let me think of which which i would say was my biggest yeah i guess my biggest failure in life was the failure to see that as i told you before was the failure to see that um it's part of everyone and uh, it's part of me as well
0: accept yourself as a whole exactly the failure was to not accept me as a whole i think that is um The challenge for most people, right? They live other men's perception of their lives, Mm. not their true selves. Well said. And and if you could summarize this, because we we came to the, the end of the podcast, and if you could summarize your career, but personal and professional, and you're giving advice to our listeners, what would your two cents be? What is your key takeaway for our audience?
1: I think you already mentioned it. Accept yourself as
0: a whole. I think that is a very compact and a very good one. But those are your words, not mine. I just summarize what you said. <laughs> <laughs> True. No, that's good. Yeah, that that, that I would say. Well, Njort, it was awesome talking to you. Thank you. I wish you all the luck, and I'm I'm on you. Uh, I, I support you with all your dreams and goals regarding the sustainability, and uh, I hope you achieve them and make them even bigger than you would have dreamed.
1: Thank you so much. And then when I'm in the future, I would look at a, a world that is so beautiful, uh, <laughs> that is so sustainable. <laughs> That's a, that that would be amazing. Thank you so much, Amir. It was nice talking to you. Yeah. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And um, yeah, I wish you uh, uh, all the best with uh, this
0: amazing podcast series. Thank you very much, Nord. Stay safe and healthy. Thank you, too. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you very much for listening, dear ladies and gentlemen. That was Nyot Patyasina, director at Nudge. Next week, the challenger of status quo and our guest is Arseny Seroka, CEO of Serokel. He's running a decentralized organization from St. Petersburg, but he's actually spread all over the world. And here is a short part of our conversation. That's true. I think that the... Of life is the process, the process of life itself. So you can always try to find it. Let's be honest there's no meaning of life, but the process of it. The process of the the process of trying to find the real path is the most exciting thing for me. Are you curious about the rest of Arseny's story, how he runs a decentralized organization, and how he challenges the status quo worldwide? Tune in next week to learn more. For now, this was Challenging the Status Quo podcast, season two, with your host Amir Sibirovich. Stay safe and healthy, and until next week, ciao.